great to have you know such a, a huge investment by multiple different parties trying to make bank account to bank account payments better and faster. That was Luke Fawcett from IT service management company GoCardless discussing the potential of Pay2, the mandated payment service that will enable third-party payment initiation on the MPP. Hello and welcome to MPP Soundbites. I'm Lisa Lintern. With its origins in the United Kingdom, GoCardless entered the Australian market in 2018, touting a proposition that helps companies process recurring payments. In this episode of MPP Soundbites, I ask Luke about the use cases he anticipates will come from Pay2 and what we can learn from the UK market when it comes to third-party payment initiation and open banking. Uh, so we are 10 years old this year uh, and we have built a payment platform uh, that specialises in accepting bank-to-bank payments. That is typically uh, an invoice payment, uh, an instalment product or a subscription. We have about 60,000 customers around the world. We were founded in the UK and what we've done over the last 10 years is to make direct debit or make recurring payments better than what they are today in 30 countries. Uh, enabling eight different schemes. In terms of the different types of customers that we support, um, it could be everything from a you know a very large domestic utility business, a global SaaS business, or could be a small business and helping them get access to direct debit really really fast, you know, through partners like Zero. How does GoCardless's proposition work in Australia? Yeah, sure thing. It's got it's got two uh, different aspects, I suppose. Um, the first is like I mentioned before, it's it's helping a purely domestic business accept recurring payments um, using direct debit um, or bank account to bank account payments. And that could be through connecting with our platform via an API directly. Uh, it could be using you know, one of about 250 different partners. But the main thing is, is it, you know, for a small business in particular, it's speed. Uh, for a large business, you know, we're certainly scalable where we can help businesses process millions and millions of payments. Today in Australia, we, we connect into BEX, which is the the workhorse of Australian payments. But the other thing that we certainly do help, and that's global businesses get access to direct debit here in Australia for their customers. It's a very highly preferenced payment method by consumers and small business. Uh, so, you know, whether it be a, a global SaaS company or uh, a global financial services company, we help that business get access to direct debit here in Australia. So a key part of MPP's future roadmap is pay too previously known as the mandated payment service that will enable third-party payment initiation from bank accounts. What kind of use cases do you think we will see come from the service when it commences to roll out? And how do you see it shaping Go Cardless's future in Australia? Yeah, I think well, it further enhances our investment in bank-to-bank payments. Uh, it's great to have you know, such a, a huge investment by multiple different parties trying to make bank account to bank account payments better and faster. So that's that's one aspect that we're really excited to enable. In terms of use cases, well, the research that we've done suggests that 85% of businesses that accept a recurring payment today have a requirement somewhere within the value chain to take a one-off real-time payment. So that could be a, a streaming service who, um, who has a 30-day free trial period and wants to verify that customer upfront to know that 30 days later, they know that that payment method is going to be good. They're going to be a high chance of success. That customer owns that bank account to protect them against things like fraud. 
but it could be a subscription company where a customer wants to upgrade for one month of a 12-month plan because they have a particular need. And rather than upsetting the existing value chain of how they've accepted that payment before, a one-time real-time payment can certainly help. And then I think lastly, these types of payments open the door to either existing business models that have been left to rely on cards to offer bank account to bank account payments for either the first time or in a way that puts it on par and lets the customer truly choose how they want to pay. So do you see any difference between the way third-party payment initiation works in the UK compared to how pay two will work? Well, the exciting news for us is just like your new name, we've launched uh, our first open banking product in the UK only yesterday or overnight tonight, our time. Uh, so that that is a, a one-time real-time payment, like I mentioned before, that complements the existing recurring payments network in the UK. So we're excited to see how that comes to life. And by the time pay two is ready here in Australia, we would have learned a lot. We're always learning and we're always trying to understand how the things that we build, which obviously has a fair level of customer consultation through it anyway, um, but how that comes to life and what the value is down the line. So whether that's reducing fraud or reducing churn or all of a sudden their payments costs come down because they've now got a cheaper payment alternative to offer their customers. I think they're the exciting things that will come out of come out of that. The biggest difference between the UK and Australia is they've sort of the UK have merged open banking and real-time payments together, whereas ours is more segregated um, but still comes together. And we're looking to build solutions that takes into account both open banking and real-time payments. So in terms of that merging together real-time payments with open banking, what have you learnt? Are there any lessons that, that have come out of the, the UK experience so far? I'd say that the one thing that is relatively consistent is businesses are still very conscious of cost. And for some businesses, it will make absolute sense to transition all of the recurring payments or all of the bank account, bank account payments that they do today uh, to pay two. For some other businesses, it's going to take a little while for either their customers to change or the business to put a stake in the ground and saying, okay, I'm going to make all of my customers change. And there has to be really clear benefit from that. And it's going to be different whether it's a gym, a childcare centre, a utility company or a SaaS business. So um, they're the things that we're excited to try and understand. In terms of open banking specifically, can you talk to me about GoCardless's own proposition in this space in Australia? Yeah, so we will use uh, open banking as a customer verification method um, in real time. Ideally, that is with a real-time payment that's working hand in hand, but in some cases, that's not required. So open banking for us will allow the merchant to verify the customer upfront. And that could mean that, like I mentioned before, a uh, a product or a service that is delivered either in real time or incredibly quick, which is what consumers have become to expect these days. It means that the merchant knows who the customer is. They know that they're the owner of the bank account and potentially they know how much money is available within that bank account so that they can make an informed decision around, do I ship that product before the real time payment has happened or do I want to wait for that payment to clear before I uh, deliver that product or service? So yeah, the main, the main thing will be the verification of that customer that has value across fraud, logistics and payments touches so many different parts of an organisation that even processing refunds, you know, in real time 
is is a major thing that customers demand these days. So um, those sorts of things will definitely help. Absolutely. So last question, let's take a trip forward in time by 10 years uh, to the year 2031. Mm -hmm. Describe for me what payments will look like for consumers and businesses. What do you think it will look like in 2031? Yeah, I think my kids will probably have more to say on that than, than me. Having fallen into payments, you know, I don't think anyone sets out for a career in, in payments, but it's been 15 years for me now. And I remember the days of going to the MCG and Boxing Day and trying to convert customers to, to, to pay by pay pass to now not having to even think about it. The one thing I'm really proud of at, at GoCardless is, is how fast we move and we're really excited about constantly sitting in front of a customer or a group of customers or a partner and getting their perspective on what their customers are saying and you know, essentially building something together because we want to make sure that the products that we're building are relevant, they're adding value, they're bringing new customers in the door, they're protecting the customers that they've got and ideally you know, growing and protecting that revenue that you know, is so hard to capture. Excellent. Well, thank you so much for joining me today, Luke. Thanks so much for having me. Looking forward to the next few months and into next year and um, having these sorts of things in customers' hands and hopefully calling more contact centres to say, you know, I want to use Pay2. For more information about Pay2, visit nppa.com.au and click on Pay2 in the top navigation. Thanks for listening.